Hello and welcome to Motave. My name is Artie. I want you to know that my firstborn daughter is dead. I murdered her. Artie. What? You murdered your daughter and now you're confessing it to us on the show? Yes. You know I've already called the cops on you for killing your wife in this house. Nobody listens to you, though. Nobody listens to you or this show. Here's what happened. I, uh... I went over to my uncle's house, and he had this girl in his room. And and what had happened was... I, I didn't know necessarily that, uh... What was going on, actually. Um... I... I walked in, and I was like, Why are you raping my daughter? And he says, she's very pretty, she has a very nice vagina, she has very nice titties. Uh, my daughter was laying on the bed, she was pleading with me to save her, to do the right thing, to make it all go away, to stop my, 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 my brother, essentially, from raping and murdering my daughter. So, uh, instead, I raped her. I, I, uh, I, it's not something I'm very proud of. But a man has carnal rage, you know? And what else happened? Did you cut her hair? <laughs> did you cut her hair? Just just tell me the truth, Artie. Did you cut her hair? If you don't tell me the truth, you're going to prison. Yes. I know the truth. I got her hair. I know you did. We shaved her bald, and when I came on her scalp, I... Don't know why we did it, but what I do know is that we then slit her throat. You slit her throat? Yeah, she was chained on the bed with a rope. And I slit her throat. And what had happened was, uh, we then dragged her through the trailer and burned her in the burn pit. And moved her car to a different area of the <laughs> landfill, and moved and scattered her bones while we burned her. the The flames they got to like three to ten feet tall, and uh, then she, we, then I set out on the road for my son. So that is what I'm doing now. I'm going to find and murder my son. Jesus. I know. I cannot tell you where I am. I cannot tell you what I have seen, what I will do. But what I can tell you is that my son will not be alive by the next time I call you guys. Okay. And that is my word. That is my promise. Okay. And you may or may not be on the list, RJ, you fucking fat motherfucker. All these years was not even been a year, but all this time you have always wanted to call the police or fire me or what the fuck ever. And all I have to say to you is fuck you, RJ. If I ever, if you ever breathe, if you even breathe a word of this to the police, I will murder your entire family. Okay. And you. Okay. Bye, Artie. And it only took like four episodes. Uh, hello, welcome. Motif. My name is Zachary <laughs> Allen Ryberts. See what I was doing there? Yeah. You would be in my mimic. Yep. We're having a show right now. Yeah, basically, R already just uh, confessed that he and his uncle, or brother, it was, you know, it was different at times. It wasn't his brother's name Stephen? 
Stephen Avery. Steve, yeah, Stephen Avery was his brother's name. Yeah, I really do actually think it was Stephen though. Before like we watched Making a Murderer, like I oh, really? I do think that's what that character's name was, the one that was here. Oh yeah, I think it was Stephen. That's weird. That's weird. That was like premonition. We knew that that he <laughs> would follow in the footsteps of. Uh, Brendan Dassey and real life killer Stephen Avery. Yeah, he didn't do it. He did do it. No, I'm kidding. Okay, I was like, did you? Just, I was like, did you change you know your what? opinions? I, th- now? I think the producers of the show did it. You think they killed Teresa Hallbach? Yeah, I did. That's you know, a can theory. I just say, like, I'm glad Teresa Hallbach's dead because her family's like fucked up. I hate her family. There's a theory that her brother, who like keeps showing up and like yeah. is a major douchebag, and uh, her ex boyfriend. Killed him. Yeah, ex-boyfriend's the most believable. Yeah, they're like... Did they they didn't even investigate him. <sighs> they just wanted Steve, and they, Stephen like, Avery to go to jail. They deleted voicemails of her phone. Yeah. Her but brother did, yeah. Apparently, Stephen Avery's ex-wife, ex-girlfriend Jody... Yeah. She said that he, he was abusive and crazy and hit, hit her. Jody, no. Yeah. Jody's certainly. a liar. I don't know anymore. That's what I thought. I thought Jody was a liar. I think Jody's a liar, but also, I don't know. Because exactly. he did, he did, J- Stephen Avery. We're talking about making a murderer yeah, on Netflix. Like, I assume everybody's watched it by now. Well, like Nicholas hasn't. It's pretty popular. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I don't think he's guilty. And but he did write a note while he was in prison the first time to his his kids saying that he was going to kill his mom. Well, their mom. Really? Yeah. Why? Because she wasn't like writing back. She wasn't calling. She was being a whore. Well, fuck. Stephen Avery might have done it. He might have did it. He, I mean, he, he was... The documentary sure makes you think he didn't do it. Yeah. And they were like... But, okay, okay like, what about the vial of blood? Yeah, there was a fucking hypodermic needle prick in the top of the vial we, of blood. We shouldn't spoil everything for Nicholas. Does oh, Nicholas God. Gonna I doubt it? Nicholas is going to watch it. It's fucking good, though. It's so good. But the sad thing is, is that it's real, and that whatever the situation is, like, it happened. Like, even if, even if uh, Brendan Dassey and Stephen Avery killed her it's that like it's still real yeah and that's fucked up what i what i don't get is that stephen avery was not convicted of mutilating a corpse he was not convicted of uh unlawful imprisonment or whatever the yeah fuck they it got is. they just they got rid of all but those brendan got it yeah yeah that brendan, makes no fucking yeah, sense brendan was convicted of um and yeah, all Brennan, three counts. Yeah, Brennan was convicted of false imprisonment and mutilating a corpse and, and murder. murder. And then Stephen was just murder and just murder. No, he had the other one. It was it was guilty, not guilty, guilty. Oh, imprisonment or something. Yeah, no, because they dropped false imprisonment. Oh, they they dropped. He had six charges: murder, rape, false imprisonment, uh, mutilating a corpse, oh, sexual assault. S- I said rape. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they are, but he was convicted of two, and he will probably never see the light of day again. And it's sad, because I don't think the evidence that there was proved, it, you know, there was, like, like when the investigation... There was too, there was too much reasonable doubt. Yeah. When the, when the investigators, when the detect, when the defense brought up the fact that, like, if you slit her throat, or if you shot her, like they said they did, or if they killed her anywhere on the property, there, there would be would more be blood. blood. Yeah. You know, in... And there wasn't. You know, there, there was evidence that Stephen Avery sold um, Bobby Dassey a gun. That a twenty-two caliber gun. That was the other been, thing that he could was, have been used. That's what it was. It was uh, he was convicted of uh, murder in the first degree and possessing a firearm. Yeah, possessing a firearm, which is dumb. 
Yeah, repeal the Second Amendment. Fuck. Anyway, let's get to, let's anyway, get to the episode. Last week, uh, we read RJ's elementary slash middle school diary. Uh, we're going to read mine today. Uh, this is, I think you should note, because uh, RJ's was a Harry Potter uh, journal. <laughs> mine is a series of unfortunate events journal, uh, Lemony Snicket. Uh, this was $10. Jeez. This is not worth $10, but I loved this series so much that I, like, made my parents get it. Like, I I didn't tell... I don't think I told them it was a journal. Really? Yeah. No, I'm sure they would have got it for me anyway, but... Uh, you open it up, and on the black... On the black pages that aren't pages, like, just the... Yeah, it's just, like, a black cover. Uh, it says, This book belongs to Zachary Roberts. No reading, Mom, or Greg, or Dad. Plus, no effing reading. No effing peeking. Did you write effing? Yeah, I wrote FN. God damn it. I know. This is already cringe. Then on the title page of what would be, you know, technically the first page, it says, The Blank Book. If Mom, Greg, or Dad is reading this, this is my journal. No reading, please. I'll know. Which I don't know how I would know. Yeah, you wouldn't have known. On this journal, on my molest... On my molest... My... <laughs> moleskin? My moleskin. But I, I always joked and called it my molestation journal. Oh, Okay. Because I would say Moleskin. Oh. On this journal, I could tell because when they read it, they never put this flap back on right. Oh, really? Like, it would be, like, twisted. So they actually did read it. Yeah, it would be, like, twisted. Like that. And I know I I was, like, anal about it. So, like, I would know when they read this one. Actually, part of... When they stopped... When when I noticed that they were reading this one is when I stopped writing in it. Again. Really? Because, like, I was writing... When we lived in the apartment, I was writing every day in my journal. in In that... In, like, an orange notebook. Um, and then I was carried that over into when I started living here. That's when Bella drug it out and it showed right. that I wasn't working at KTH and that I was lying. Yeah. And then I stopped writing in that, bought this like many months later, wrote in that. But that's not what we're talking about right now. Um, this is probably, well, I think they're dated. Uh, the first date in here is April 2nd, 2005. So Stephen Avery is getting ready to go on trial, right? That's 2006. Oh, yeah, the he, crime, the happened, crime happened, happened in November, November of 2005. 2005. Yep. Okay. Isn't it weird that, like, <laughs> this all this whole thing happened and, like, we did, had no recollection well, we of it? Well, were, like, ten. Well, I know, but, like, you know, we knew about Michael Jackson's trial, O.J. Simpson's trial. I guess those were celebrities, but, like, now you hear about, like, Casey Anthony and, like, Jody yeah. Arias and stuff like that. Like, I feel like we would have heard about Stephen Avery if we were, I don't know. Anyway, so this is uh, this is kind of cringe because this is in the realm of this is like in the vein of the books. Okay, we were ten years old. Oh, this is oh, okay. Like in the in the beginning of the books, he would all like on the back of the book, uh, Lemony Snicket, the character would always write like, "Don't read this. Like you'll find like this if you like books about ponies and shit. You don't want to read this because this is about orphans, essentially." Yeah, I remember. And so I said April second, two thousand five. Today was a miserable day. Austin. Uh, anytime that I mention Austin, it's Austin Studebaker of Austin's X-00. Austin came over and told me the tragic story of my girlfriend's death in a very fiery blaze. Her name was Beatrice Baudelaire. Her three kids, whose names cannot be found, but they are still alive. No one must know that you have read this, so please don't tell the police. With all due respect, Zachary Roberts. That's cringe. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, that's creative, though. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I guess. 
This is, uh, I remember on this next page, uh, I remember writing this as it was happening. Like, I was writing and reading this out loud. So, it says, today I think I will go to my dad's, unless he is at work or mom says no. So I'm writing and reading this out loud while hanging out with Austin Studebaker. I said, Austin's mom will say no, but I wish he would ask her if, she, if I could come over to the house, but I know she will say no. But if she says yes, I'll be surprised. As I'm writing that, he, like, gets the hint and calls his mom to see if I can come over. Oh, uh, so instead of directly telling him yeah. something, like... I'm like, I wish you, you Austin do, would... You still do this, like, you don't directly ask me something. You How? Just, I don't know, you, you do that all the time. No. Yeah, you do. Give me an, you have to give me an example now. I'm trying I think you just did it today. When? At Pretzel Maker. How? You wanted me to do something and you wouldn't tell me directly. I don't know. You're a little more direct now, but you used to do that pretty often. Well, fuck you then. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> uh then I said, but of course she said no cuz she said no. I hate Austin's mom. She's mean. So is his dad and sister, but mostly his sister is weird. I feel like using a cuss word, so here goes. Shit. And then I covered it up with a sticker. Because uh, there's a bunch of like fucking ugly-ass stickers in the back. Um, and like all of these down here were words, and they're all gone. Because uh, I cussed a lot in this journal. Oh my god. But I didn't want my mom to know, so I like covered them up. Uh, then this says March 3rd, 2005. Yesterday my mom came back from Michigan from seeing my Aunt Kathy and my cousins. She bought me clothes. I really liked them. I remember this. Um, she brought home like a Michigan sweatshirt, uh, and it said like Wolverines on it. But it was, I don't. I didn't. I didn't know that it was like the football team. Yeah. And so I'm wearing it, uh, walking down the lunch line, and Ed Wolf. You remember Ed Wolf? Yeah, big yeah. fat Ed Wolf. Yeah, he came down the hallway and he was like, "Take off your sweater. This is Ohio State territory." And I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Like <laughs> I didn't. I just, so like. <laughs> I literally Edward didn't Wolf, know. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't know. On the weekend, I went over to Austin's house. We had fun. We went into... Fucking? <laughs> no. We went into the hay and found a clear spot and made a fort out of it. We okay. played in it for hours. Then we found pipes. <laughs> and dropped rocks. Like crack pipes? Or no. just like PVC pipes? And other things. And dropped rocks and other things we found. We called this game Giving Things to Our Sons Game. Why? There were two pipes. <laughs> we had an awesome time. I wish I didn't have to leave his house. Uh, he had... Because he lived on, like, a farm. Yeah. And there were, like, old, um, like, gas pump things that he used that used to be there, I guess. Um, and it was, like, a well. There was, like... It was, like, a gas pump was one of them, and then there was, like, a well. Okay. And they just had, like... The only thing that was remaining were these, like, pipes that just went down into, like, a reservoir. And... So we just took rocks and we were like, our sons live in these holes and we have to, like, because I love, I don't know why, but, like, I love pretending that I have people, like, hidden in holes because I think I want to, like, keep someone captive. Do you want to keep someone captive? Maybe. And, like, torture them? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this off camera because okay. I kind of do. Oh. <laughs> I do too. Um, and so we were, like, throwing rocks and pretending it was food, like, down to our children. That's gay. It was weird stuff. It was weird stuff that we did there. May 95th, 2005. Today we got permission slips for the talent show. I thought it would be... This is another time that I'm writing out loud, like, to Austin Studebaker. Yeah. 
Today we got permission slips for the talent show. I thought it would be a good idea for me and Austin to do a comedy act together. Of course, just like his mother, he said no. Feel like using a cuss word again, so here goes. God damn it. Love, Zachary R. Your your probably your comedy sketch would have been probably oh probably would have been terrible. God, it would have been terrible. But I thought it, I probably thought it would have been great. You know what I mean? Like it probably would have been terrible. But at the like, time, probably to this day, you're like that would that was a great sketch. Yeah, I was like, oh, it was great. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't happen because I know it would be terrible. I don't know. Yeah, because he was. I, I love how I compared him to his mother. Like that's like what married couples do. Like, you're <laughs> such like, like his, his mother. mother. Yeah. Uh, July fifteenth, two thousand five. Brad is so fucking annoying, especially for eight days. Love, Zach. Who's that? Uh, Your cousin? Yeah, but it's it's like Alicia's family, so like it doesn't really count anymore. But we went on a like vacation to Florida. Yeah. And for some reason, he went with us. Because I think we were friends, or we thought we were friends. But he was older than me. Not by much. I think he's like 25 now or something like that. Yeah. And has two kids, so like he should kill himself. Um, he's twenty five. He can have two kids. He's the worst, but oh. he's not like a good. Um, and he was just like so annoying because he was needy and like annoying, you know. Yeah. Oh, God, and he like snapped me with a towel, Ooh, which is I always hate, rude. I hate when people do yeah. that. Yeah. And it was so funny because like I cried like that. He like did it right in front of everybody, and I cried. And my dad like yelled at him. My dad doesn't yell a lot. Yeah, he's a very soft-spoken individual. And he was like, he was like, Brad, now there's no goddamn sense in that. Now go to your fucking room. Because we had we were staying in a condo. <laughs> and he sent Brad to the room. And Brad just sat there and played Grand Theft Auto Vice City and like sat in silence because he was so ashamed of what he had done. And then I was made to go in and apologize to him because they said I overreacted. You probably did. I probably did. Like, I literally, like, he snapped me with a towel. I, like, fell to my knees and, like, cried. Already an actor. Yeah. Um, then the next one is no dated. Not dated, but it says, Mom had a fun party here. What? Really? Yeah. Is that what she called it? Yeah. Did you know what it was? No, that's at the what time? they're called. That's yeah, what, I know. Yeah. I know. Like, did no, you know I what it was? No, I knew what they were, yeah, because Alicia had them all the time. At the age of 10, you knew what they yeah. were? Yeah. RJ, like, I got in trouble in fourth grade for knowing about sex. Oh. Like, my parents had to come in and, like, and explain why I was, like, talking about porn and sex and, like, vaginas on the playground. God damn it. I was, I'm a very, I was, like, a very sexual person, but only because my dad, like, watched porn in front of me. Yeah. And, uh, and, like, I remember I once printed out, like, a calendar of cartoon characters fucking. So, like, Betty Rubble giving Fred Flintstone a blowjob. And it was on my door at my dad's house. What? Yeah, like, he, he did not understand, like, why that was bad. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, he he didn't get it. Like, he didn't know. Or I think maybe he knew, but he just, like, didn't care. Because he was like, oh, well, you know, he's like, a, he's, he's like seven. <laughs> and I was, like, walking around on the playground, like, you remember Jacob Kaiser? I remember the name. Yeah. He was one of my friends at the time, and he's actually the reason why I got in trouble, because he was, like, telling his mom, like, what I was telling him about, like, sex and, like, vaginas and penises and and boobies, and he was mad, or he, like, told his mom, and his mom told the school, and then I had, my parents had to come in, and I was, like, staying after, and I was, like, I knew exactly what was happening, and the vice principal, like, thought my mom, and, and it was my stepdad who went in, it was Greg at the time, Allie's dad. 
Yeah. And she was, she looked at them like they were such bad people. And cause they asked me like how I knew about it. And you know, I was like, Oh man, my dad watches porn in front of me. <laughs> and, um, so my mom was like, so they asked, they confronted him and they like, they were talking to Greg as if he was my dad. And he was like, that is not me. Like I'm not his father. It was like, it was bad. It was like child protective services bad. Really? Yeah. Like they threatened to call it CPS. Wow. Yeah, because, like, I was that sexualized, like, at that young of an age. What the fuck? It's probably why I'm gay. You think? No. Oh. Uh, and then I also wrote on that same page, always turn right when you are lost. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Just like a word of because, advice. Because, uh, yeah. Uh, and then I also, I'll explain, but I put a sticker at the top of this page so I could always find this for these, like, life lessons. Like, mom had a fun party here and always turn right when you're lost. Um, <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. We, we went to... Um, That's so fucking dumb. Great Wolf Lodge in, like, Mason, so near Kings Island. Or, yeah. Or where... Sandusky, that's where the other one is. Near Cedar Point. And we were coming back and I'd fallen asleep in the car. And I woke up and mom and mamma were like, oh, I wonder which way we should go, like, we're lost. I don't, like, this doesn't look familiar, and they were like, I guess we'll just go right and see what happens, and we got home. Really? Yeah. So I wrote that down, like, I got home, I was like, always turn right when you are lost, and then I went to sleep. Okay. And I've never used that advice. I should have come back to this because sticker we page. we have, like, GPS. Well, now. yeah, but... October 30th, 2005. I remember, this is an all-day, um, an all-day thing. Today we are staying home all day. It's 10.20 and I'm bored. It's now 1.30 and so far I've been bored all day. I have to stay in my room for quiet time until Allison wakes up. It's going to be boring. It's now 2.30. Today is the worst day of my life. I'm bored. It's now 3.46. <laughs> I've been watching Austin Powers since 2.45. It's okay, I guess. It is now 5.03. You loved Austin Powers. I really did, yeah. It is now 5.03. Greg is here. Mom is going to work. That's boring. Yeah. That, I remember, like, this day being so fucking boring. Because, you know, I was, what, 10? So, like, I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. I couldn't do anything. And I remember, like, we had to, I had to, like, there was a certain part of the day where, like, they would, Allie would go to, like, take a nap or whatever. Uh-huh. And I would have to be, like, completely quiet. And my room is directly above her, so I couldn't, like, I couldn't do anything, you know? Uh-huh. And... It was so boring. Like, I was the type of person that, like, as a kid, I, this must have been, like, a Saturday or something. Um, but, like, on a school day, the first thing I would do when I got home is be like, where are we going? Like, what are we doing? Like, I always wanted to go out and do something, always. I was I was never, like, entertained by just sitting at home. Now I am. Like, yeah. now it's my favorite thing. But at the time, I wanted to be out and, like, do things and and go shopping or go eat out or hang out at the bowling alley where my you know, my mom bowled every Wednesday like and that was the highlight of my week. Yeah. Because it was like I don't know why. And then this day we we did literally nothing and I wanted to die. And I I wrote today is the worst day of my life and like I this probably would be in the top 10 worst days of my life. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> See like me, I always loved being by myself. Yeah. Because, like, that's how I was raised as an only child. Yeah. And I still, to this day, love being by myself. Yeah. It's the best. Like, just being at home by yourself. 
Yeah. See, I still have that feeling like I want to be like hanging out with somebody, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm, you know, like there are days, like Wednesday, like, like, like so, like not to, you know, Wednesday, two, two days from now. Yeah. Uh, I won't. I'll have my first day off in six days. Guaranteed, I'll come to Pretzel Maker. Because yeah, it's you we, and Hannah. Yeah. And... Oh, you will. And we're yeah. hanging out afterwards. Yeah. And, like, I'll be bored. But, like, the thing is, is, like, all day long, I'll be like, fine. And then at about, like, four or five, when I know you guys are there, I'll be like, man, like, I could be hanging out. And then I'll go in, and I'll regret it, because it will be boring, you know, because it's Pretzel <laughs> as it always, Maker. As it always you know? is. And so, you know, I still have that, like, but, I, you know, it's like, at least I went out and did something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like, on, I, I can never just have a day where I just stay home. Still. Really? Like, it still feels weird to me. Like, if I just stay home all day and don't do anything. Yeah, usually I'll go somewhere. Like, I'll do something. Yeah. Like, even if it's just to go to McDonald's or something. Yeah, Like, exactly. at least it's like, even if I go by myself, which I don't do anymore, but if I do, you know, at least it's something. Yeah. yeah I went out, you know. Uh, 11, or excuse me, November 22nd, 2005. Today I was asked out by Trevor Skaggs. Gross. Ew. Yeah. Why would he ask you? I don't know if this was real. I don't know what this was. Oh. I don't remember this. I remember the rest of this, but I do not remember Trevor Skaggs asking me out. So it could have been made up. I told Austin and his girlfriend, Emily Ballantyne, whom I love, and Emily said, you must be cute to them. I said, what, you think he's cute? And I pointed at Austin and she said, yeah, I do. And that hurt my feelings. I started crying because I was sad, and Rachel Molden pulled was pulling my hair, so I moved to the front of the line and bawled my eyes out. Mr. Brown told me to come to his office, and we talked, and I felt better. I guess. Zach Roberts. Yeah, I barely had feelings for girls when I was 10. I, well, be, this is... I'm hyper-sexualized. Yeah, you are. At this point. And I was in love with Emily Ballantyne. I always called her my second... I, I remember what... <laughs> This is embarrassing. I dated a Emily Studebaker in second grade. Emily Studebaker. Emily Ballantyne in second grade. And when Austin started dating her, I was like, you're like the worst friend in the world. Because that is pretty fucked up. Like, of course, it didn't matter. Like, it doesn't... It's not like a real thing. Yeah. But that would be like if... Yeah. That would be like if I dated, like, Stephanie. If you guys broke up. Yeah. I mean, that's not second grade. You, well, you know what I mean. You thought of it. I thought that's it was what I like thought. That. Yeah. And, like, I thought of it would be that level of, like, hatred, you know. Or, like, if you dated Zach Felter, yeah. I would never talk to you again. And, well, I probably would. I'd get over it. But once you guys broke up. So I used to f- go around and be like, second grade, Austin. Second grade. Oh like, I was God. so, like, I was disappointed in him. And, like, it's so embarrassing now, but I would do it all the time. Like, he would mention something about Emily Ballantyne, and I'd be like, second grade, Austin. Second grade. That's embarrassing. Yeah. So I do vaguely remember Trevor Skagg saying something like, we should go out or like, we should kiss or something like that. I don't think he meant it. Like, I think he was like joking. Um, and then when I told Emily about it, she said like, I must be cute to short, I guess, is like what she was saying. <laughs> because she said, you must be cute to them. To them. And I said, what? You think he's cute? And pointed at Austin. Meaning, like, shorts, I guess. Oh. And she said, yeah, I do, and that hurt my feelings. Uh, I didn't start crying. I remember lying a lot in this page. Well, in this journal, just in general. But I started crying because I was sad, and Rachel Molden was pulling my hair. So, so I moved you to the- actually didn't cry? 
I, I mean, I might have been really sad. Uh, but I moved to the front of the line and bawled my eyes out. That's that's a lie. I wanted to seem more sad than I actually was, which is weird to say. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Brown, who was the the guidance counselor, never talked to me about this. Uh, so I don't even know why I wrote that. But I would like to point out that I wrote, we talked and I felt better, Zach Roberts. And then the next day, with the same pencil and the same handwriting, I wrote, I guess. Why? Like, I wrote it on this page. I don't know why. The next day? Well, two days later. Uh, 11.24.05. <clears throat> that story over there, and then I drew an arrow, still hurts inside. I just don't want them to get married and have kids. I would be so sad. I mean, sadder. And I drew a box around it. I just am so depressed that my best friend would turn on me and go out with the girl I love. Sometimes I wish Emily didn't exist, or if she did, Austin or I would hate her. Like if she was as ugly as Rachel McCowan. <laughs> but the worst thing about it is that Austin <laughs> rubs it in every day like, Emily's so hot. I do enjoy Austin's friendship, but it's really hard to be friends with the Emily problem. Zach Roberts. God damn it. Um, I would like to point out, Rachel McCowan's the girl that I think I made kill herself. Yeah. And I just wrote in here, like, if she was as ugly as Rachel McCowan. Yeah, you bullied the and, shit And, like, out I'm of her. pretty sure that she killed herself because Cody Loff and I bullied her. Which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I try, I pretend like it didn't happen because, like, there's no, you know, it's, like, reasonable doubt, you know. She just, she might just not have a Facebook, you know. Uh, she might have married. Maybe. I hope she did. Like, I feel really bad. Like, she was, a, she was a nice person. But imagine she was, like, Katie Keys, but uglier and with a speech impediment. Oh. So, like, she was destined to be made fun of by me. But, like, you could, you know, you could say Katie Keys is a nice person. Like, I mean, she's kind of a bitch, but, you know, <laughs> she's, like, a nice person. You know, you know I like what Katie I mean? Keys. Yeah. Katie Keys, if you're listening, like, if Ashton Gerard turned you on to this podcast, because yeah. Ashton Gerard might listen to this podcast. Yeah, well, which we don't think so, but she might. Well, yeah, I did say something, like, Ashton Gerard, if you're reading this yeah. message, like, if you're listening to this, like, message me and tell me that you love me back. Yeah, and she didn't. Maybe she just doesn't love me back. Uh, December, question mark, 2005. I said, today Cody Loft called and said, Rachel said I could have a chance with Emily. But that Emily wasn't going to break up with Austin, so Cody Loff and I are starting Operation E Break Up with A. Signed, Zach. So you and Cody Loff are friends. P.S. I'm happy. Yeah, Cody, because Cody Loff lives like right down the road. Well, Cody Loff was best friends, I remember this, with Cody Lambert. Yeah. Because the two Cody's. We were all friends. Oh, you guys were all friends? Yeah, that was part of the friend group who like, stopped talking to me when I was gay. Oh, really? Yeah. Cody like, Loff, Cody Lambert, Austin Studebaker. Yeah. Well, Cody Lambert was never, like... I mean, Cody it was Lambert always was always Cody Loft and Cody, Cody Lambert. La Cody Lambert was one of my best friends at the time. Random, I know. Yeah, that is. But random. like, I think Cody Lambert's still like a good guy, like because he's he, you know he and like Jeremy Locks still talk to me like throughout high school. Yeah, it was just not as often. You know what I mean? Like it was like clearly we weren't like friends anymore, but you know we they didn't stop talking to me because I was a homosexual. What, isn't it so weird to think about this friend group and, like, consider that I was I, in it? Like, okay, let me tell you this. I always thought that friend group, you guys were nerds. Yeah. I always thought, I was like, like, I hate those kids. Yeah. It was, like, me, Cody Lambert, Cody Loff, Jeremy Locks, Austin Studebaker, 
Kevin Olbrich. I just hated Kevin Olbrich. Nathan Greist. I forgot Nathan Greist. Yeah, I hated Nathan Greist too. And in most of them, Nathan Greist didn't stop talking to me, but most of them were just were not my friends anymore. Yeah. But at the time, Cody Loft lived right down the road, so I would just walk down to his house and we would hang out. And like that's, that's so how we weird. became friends. Yeah. And so we would play like Halo, which I never played, but I would, you know, end up, you know, anyway. Um, like he stayed at my house. Justin Flippo spent the night at my house. Isn't what? that weird? That's weird. That's weird. That's really weird. He stayed the night at my house, slept on my top bunk at my dad's house, and we played the Wheel of Fortune on PlayStation 2. What the fuck? Yeah. Don't know. It was one time and I'm he was always, never I, there again. Justin Flippo never has any facial movement. Yeah. But, but I was... He's a, he's a nice guy. He's a yeah. totally nice guy. And he's like his face never very moves. attractive. Like, it's kind of ugly, but... I don't find him that attractive. At the time, he was very attractive to me. So, like... He's on your top bunk. You masturbated. No, I didn't. Because you were over-sexualized. I mean, it would—it was not out of the realm of possibility, but it didn't happen. Oh. Uh, like, I stayed the night at Cody Loft's house all the time. Cody Lambert's house all the time. They were, like, we were all friends. Uh, and then Austin Studebaker told them that I tried to have sex with him. Uh, even though with it, you know, whatever. <sighs> December 28th, 2005. Well, 2005 is almost over, and it was an okay year. What I liked about the year is that Austin and I became closer. I devoted my life to Jesus and changed my ways. I didn't Which like... Which we now know did not happen. <laughs> not at all. Uh, I didn't like how I really liked Emily and Austin was being a jerk. Well, I love 2005 and can't wait until 2006. Zach. Um, Do you remember the story of you devoting your life to Jesus Christ? I wish... Uh, but I didn't. I think I started praying that Austin Studebaker and Emily Ballantyne would break <laughs> up. I genuinely do. Because I remember, there, there, you know, there are a lot of times uh, around this time period that, that I would just pray for things that I wanted. Yeah. And it wasn't like a real, like, I don't, I don't know that I ever... No, I did the same thing. Yeah, I'd be like, can I get a PlayStation? Or like, I'd be like, I will go to church every Sunday if Emily Ballantyne and Austin Studebaker break up tomorrow. <laughs> Mother's Day 2006. Well, school is almost over. So far, Austin and Emily got together, broke up, and got back together. I think Emily is such a slut. Only oh because God. when she broke up with Austin... Oh, of course, all of these are covered up with with stickers, so I don't know what it actually says. Oh. But it's got to be something like that. Slut, bitch, whore, you know. I think Emily is such a whore only because when she broke up with Austin, it was when Jordan Turner asked her out. Tony, my mom's new boyfriend, is cool. He came over last night, and I thought he would ruin my Mother's Day plans. I guess I made him feel bad because he left at 12.30 a.m. to go back on a three-hour drive back to his house in Fremont, Ohio. I feel so fucking bad, Zach. So, it was Mother's Day, and this was the first Mother's Day uh, since Will and, or Greg and Allie, or Greg and my mom got divorced, so I was going to make my mom breakfast in bed. That's cute. Yeah, and so she's dating Tony... And he shows up, and he lives three hours away, and he shows up because he's going to make her breakfast in bed for Mother's Day. Yeah. And I was pissed because he was going to ruin my plans. Like, that was me. I was going to do that. And I vocally, like, told her and him that. I was like, he's ruining my plans. Like, it's Mother's Day. It's not fucking Boyfriend's Day. You know, fuck you. Like, this is the... Well, I didn't say all that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so you're, to you, that you, effect. You can be a little rude ass. And so, I ma- apparently, I made him feel bad enough because he went home. And drove for three hours. Like, so he essentially drove here for three hours, like had dinner and then drove three hours back. Oh yeah. 
Like, I do feel bad, but then he also wanted my mom to give up custody of us so that he could just be with her. Are you serious? So, yeah, he was kind of a bad person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, February 21st, 2008. So, like, two years later. Hallie broke up with me about 30 days ago, and I can't stand it. I should I should give a I should give a refresher. Yeah, uh, I remember those very clearly. Yeah, Hallie Shrimp and I, for some reason she, for some reason we were friends. I mean she's you know she's a nice person, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> I haven't talked to her in like two years. You know, um, that's it. Well, since high school, how many? Three years. Three years. Um, and so we I like fell in love with her for some reason. And we dated, and we were, you know, dated, like, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, I guess. Like, we liked to like each other. Did you kiss? No. Uh, but we did give each other Christmas presents, and I was mad because I gave her, like, a huge Christmas present. It was kind of like you with the fucking pencils. Like, yeah. I gave her, like, she was she loved Ohio State, I gave her Ohio State slippers, she liked Snoopy, I gave her, like, a Snoopy t-shirt, and, like, a, a Woodstock plush toy. Damn. And she got me a tube of M&M's. <laughs> and there's like dollar tubes. Yeah. And it pissed me off. I'm sure like her parents This is literally our story yeah. like. I'm pretty sure you her... and I like do so much for our significant others. Yeah. And... I'm pretty sure her parents probably just wouldn't let her like cuz you know she probably didn't have money. Like my dad just like went yeah, out and like bought money. me stuff. Um so apparently about 30 days before I wrote this, Hallie broke up with me and I couldn't stand it. I write, I am in love with her. She is all I think about, and I always think of ways to make her laugh. And it works, but I don't think she'll ever give me another chance because, quote, it's weird to be boyfriend-girlfriend. Can we go back to being friends, unquote? What the fuck? She wasn't much of a girlfriend, though. She never acted like she liked me. I love Hallie Shrimp. I saw her undies and got a boner. (laughs) I look at her pussy and ass shake. Oh my god, you're so gay. Oh, while she hula hoops slash plays basketball. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that made it into the video. I am madly in love with Hallie Shrimp. I can't take life without her as a girlfriend. I am obsessed with loving Hallie Shrimp. That's would you say Hallie Shrimp is your first love? No. Like, did you? It seems like you really loved her. I thought I did, but you don't actually think you loved her. No, genuinely, I do believe my first love was Zach Filter in Chicago. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but this is what I thought was my first love. Oh. Yeah. Um. But I think the the line where I say I am obsessed with loving Hallie Shrimp is so true, because I don't even think I really liked her that much. But I was like a fucking stalker. Like it's 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 actually scary like to think about like, you know we were friends so, like we always sat together at lunch. But like you know I like we went to D.C. and I like printed out a picture of her and framed it and put it on my wall and we were not dating. That's weird. That's weird. I. uh tried so hard to get her and Caleb Turner to break up in high school, in middle school. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, I threatened to, like, fight Caleb Turner because I wanted to be with Hallie Shrimp. I remember you always hating Caleb Turner and he hated you. Yeah, we hated each other. Um, Did you ever get over that? Yeah, oh, yeah. They're engaged now. Are you serious? Yeah, you didn't know that? Oh, yeah, we yeah. talked about that. We talked about that. Um, for some reason, I was obsessed with the idea of her. I think it's because she was my first, like, girlfriend. My first, like, real girlfriend. Yeah. And she, like, broke up with me. And, like, how dare she? And so I was, like, hung up over it for, like, years. 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 Well, not really hung up over it, but I was... I still had hoped that there was a chance. Yeah. For, like, at least two years. 
at least into like freshman year of high school. I was like, Jesus, could, it could be a thing. Uh, on this page, I just wrote, I love Hallie Shrimp. Uh, you'll notice on some of the like season two videos of Austin's Act Zero Zero, like pick them, choose them uh, two, I think. The contestant is Haley Schniff. Uh, I was literally obsessed with her. It's bad. Like, it's disgusting. February 22nd, 2008. Mom is having a wine party and Andrew is coming over to hang out with me. We'll probably play Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. I hope he brings Superbad and Evolution and maybe even Child's Play so we can watch them. We'll probably watch Identity, The Simpsons movie, and probably Blue Harvest. We'll probably eat a whole bunch of stuff. Watch a whole bunch of movies and play a lot of Wii games. We might watch TV later, too. I can't stand living without Hallie as a girlfriend. I oh love her. She doesn't understand how much she hurt me, but I digress. I fucking hate you. And I learned the word digress from Animal Crossing. Really? Yeah. Um, I didn't know what it meant, <laughs> but but I used it. Um, I think this is so funny because, like, how long did I think the night was? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like, six movies, like, and Wii games. Superbad, Evolution, Child's Play, Identity, Blue The Harvest. Simpsons movie, Blue Harvest, six movies, uh, TV, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, Tons the of Wii, Wii games. like, a whole bunch of movies, a whole bunch of TV. How long did I think the night was? I don't know. You were delusional. Uh, we did none of it. I remember, we played uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, and then... I don't remember why, but I just, he just, we just like didn't watch anything else. Like he just wasn't, he wasn't as excited to hang out with me as I was to hang out with him. Yeah. Cause he was older, you know, he's like, he's like 23, you know, he's not that much older, but like he was old enough to like not want to hang out with like, you know, however old I was at 2008. 13? Yeah. So he's like 16. Like, you know, he doesn't really want to hang out with a 13 year old. Well, we hung out with a 13 year old when we were 16. Well, we're stupid. May 28th, 2009. 2009, baby. This is, like, over a year later. And I started with 2009, baby. God damn it. Well, I am... freshman year. Yeah. Well, I am over Hallie and now one Ashton. I like her a lot. <laughs> LOL. Kick off your Sunday shoes, please, Louise. Sorry, I have Footloose stuck in my head. By the way, my mom is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she is refusing me dinner because Allie is ridiculous and I hate her. What the fuck ever, <laughs> Zach Roberts. I don't know what any of that means. Like, I don't remember any of that. Mm -hmm. February 7th, 2010. Almost a year later. Mm -hmm. 2010. While Ashton and I never worked out, I went out for my favorite year and got the lead role of Benji Stone. In this play, Benji and KC fall in love. Well, I've truly fallen in love with Jessica Flippo, who plays KC. After tomorrow, I'll update you on what happens, because I am asking her out tomorrow. Zach Roberts. She's a senior in high school, and I'm a freshman. Oh, my God. Well, she said no. <laughs> <laughs> love sucks. I love her so much. And I'm you, asking... you drew a little heart after while she said no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm asking her on a friendly date, Monday, March 1st. Hopefully she'll say yes. Zach Roberts. And that's the last entry in this journal. There's, like, more empty pages than there are full pages. Yeah, for sure. Um, It's... It's sad to me that, that that's, like, all I had to write about. Is Holly Shrimp, Austin Studebaker, and Ashton Gerard for, like, two pages. Yeah. And I think it's funny that, like, you know, at the beginning of the... You know, it's it's not that long. But at the beginning of the journal, every entry is about Austin Studebaker. 
and then like after a while, I just don't even mention him anymore because like we're not friends. Yeah, you don't even mention the incident. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, because I wasn't care. Yeah, uh, I actually still have the journal from when I was in Chicago, and that's pretty depressing to read. So uh, we won't do that. Yeah, I have my journal that I've been writing consistently in since yeah. I was in the Sax Mana. And it's extremely depressing. Yeah. Like, the first page is like, like you and I had just hung out and I got home and I was like. And like, we had we, talked we had, about journaling. Like that first time that we hung out. It was the night I got my journal. Yeah. And I like got home and I was like, what is this? Sorry. Looking at a text message. Uh, oh, I got home and I was like, we had such a good night. but And then I just immediately got extremely depressed and like suicidal. Jesus. And I was like, Zach and I, like, I don't know how I can, like, hang out with my friends and have such a good time and then come home and then want to kill myself. Yeah. It's it's so sad. That's, like, yeah. really what I said. Jesus. And I just remember laying in this uh, Ben Sex bedroom in the complete dark with everybody asleep, feeling like an intruder. Jesus. And wanting to die. Jesus. Yeah, it's, like, we will never read that one. Yeah. It's too depressing. Like, a... I keep it hidden from everybody. Could you have imagined, like... Like how tragic it would have been for Dan and Nancy Sachs if you to had, find like, me killed dead. yourself in your, their house. Oh God, I didn't even think of that. Like that would have been so tragic. Like for so many reasons. One because they like you, you know, and like they care about you, but also because like that's just tragic in general. Yeah, if anybody killed themselves yeah. in your house, oh like, fuck, like, you have to move in your house. Yeah, you would have to move, right? I don't know what they would have done. They probably they probably would have felt responsible. Oh, they probably would have killed themselves. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, thanks for listening to me reading my, my journals. They're embarrassing. And I know this was a long <laughs> episode, but what can you do? You know? Now we know nobody's going to listen to it and hear the terrible things we have to say. Yeah. So. Hey, all the hoot. Hey, all the hoot.